A good news, good news, chariots are coming. Good news, good news, chariots are coming. Good news, good news, chariots are coming, and I don't wanna leave me behind. Well, good news, good news, chariots are coming. Good news, good news, chariots are coming. Good news, good news, chariots are coming, and I don't wanna leave me behind. Good morning. This is Pastor Enroy G. Ferguson of the East Jamaica Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. And this is your program, A Word from Heaven. Good news, good news, chariots come. Good news, good news, This morning, I want to use as the special scripture two for you to remember. The first one, Philippians 4 verse 13. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And another one taken from the Gospels. With God, all things are possible. I want to speak to you this morning on the theme, The Power of Determination. Prayer is the key of heaven. Prayer, I know, is the key of heaven. Prayer, I know, is the key of heaven. Faith unlocks the door. Father, as we seek to gain advantages in this life, we want to remember that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. And the devil and his angels are here to make life difficult for us. But Lord, no matter what they come with, we believe that through prayer and determination, we can make it. Lord, help myself and all those within the hearing of my voice Pray and work and try and strive their way to success. In Jesus' name, amen. I live by faith and not by sight. Faith unlocks the door of Lord. Prayer I know is the key of heaven. Faith unlocks the Amen. Thank you, King Zeralds. The power of determination. And you might be a little surprised at the use of the song, Prayer is the Key of Heaven. But without prayer, all our efforts are in vain. But with prayer, you bring to your efforts the power of the universe, the God who created us. And I want to tell you that God and you are always a majority. The Power of Determination. I'm going to read a story from a certain book called Chicken Soup for the Soul. The little country schoolhouse was heated by an old-fashioned pot-bellied coal stove. A little boy had the job of coming to school early each day to start the fire and warm the room before his teacher and classmates arrived. One morning they arrived to find the schoolhouse gulfed in flames. 
They dragged the unconscious little boy out of the flaming building, more dead than alive. He had major burns over the lower part of his body and was taken to the nearby county hospital. From his bed, the dreadfully burned, semi-conscious little boy faintly heard the doctor talking to his mother. The doctor told his mother that her son would surely die, which was for the best, really, for the terrible fire had devastated the lower half of his body. But the brave boy didn't want to die. He made up his mind that he would survive. He prayed and spoke to God, somehow to the amazement of the physician. He did survive. When the mortal danger was past, when his life was no more in danger, he again heard the doctor and his mother speaking quietly. The mother was told that since the fire had destroyed so much flesh in the lower part of his body, it would almost be better if he had died, since he was doomed to be a lifetime cripple with no use at all of his lower limbs. Once more, the brave little boy made up his mind. He would not be a cripple. He would walk again. Whatever happens, he would walk again. But unfortunately... From the waist down, he had no motor ability, no ability to move. His thin legs just dangled there, all but lifeless. Ultimately, he was released from the hospital. Every day his mother would massage his little legs, but there was no feeling, no control, nothing in them. Yet his determination that he would walk was as strong as ever. When he wasn't in bed, he was confined to a wheelchair. One sunny day, his mother wheeled him into the yard to get some fresh air. This day, instead of sitting there, he threw himself from the chair. He pulled himself across the grass, dragging his legs behind him. He worked his way to the white picket fence bordering their lot. With great effort, he raised himself up on the fence. Then, stake by stake, he began dragging himself along the fence, resolved that he would walk. He started to do this every day until he wore a smooth path all around the yard beside the fence. There was nothing he wanted more than to develop life in those legs, nothing he wanted more than to walk. Ultimately, through his daily massages, his iron persistence, and his resolute determination, he did develop the ability to stand up, then to walk haltingly with the help of others, then to walk by himself, and then to run. He began to walk to school with the help and assistance of others. Then by himself, he began to run to school, then to run for the sheer joy of running. Later in college, he discovered that he really had a special talent for running. He made the track team. Then it turned out that he didn't just have a little talent, but a big talent for running. Still later, in Madison Square Gardens, this young man who was not expected to survive, who would surely never walk, who could never hope to run, this determined young man, by the name of Dr. Glenn Cunningham, ran the world's fastest mile. What about you today? To those who have been afflicted, perhaps with a stroke, perhaps you can't move a right hand or you can't move your legs properly, I want to say 
that when you have a stroke, it means that a part of your brain is dead. Some brain cells are dead. But brain cells are such that other brain cells can take over the work of the dead brain cells. And you can walk again, move your hand again, tie your necktie, write, comb your hair, listen to me. Listen to me. Nothing shall be impossible to you. For God loves you. And he delights in lifting people from the guttermost to the uppermost. I want to say to you today, to any young man who has these handicaps or any other that people say you can't overcome, decide now that you are going to overcome them. If you had a stroke, you are going to walk well again. And move your hands again, just about as well as anybody. If you are born poor, you can develop into a great success. If you are now a gangster, a gunman, going around and shooting people, now is the time to make up your mind that you can be better than you are. That your life can be more useful and more beneficial. You are finished with those things. Decide now, once and for all, that you are finished with those things. I want you to understand that God will take you over. He'll make you anew again. He will reward your determination. You will find that with God, all things are possible. May God bless you. someone is listening this morning who has had a lifetime of defeat and somehow he might be wondering is there any way out for me can I finally be victorious Lord help us to remember that there is no secret that God can't do 
God can do anything through anybody who is prepared to be determined enough to settle for nothing less than success. So bless us, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless those who listen to me. Let some young man believe today that with God he can. And Lord, help some young lady to be successful. In Jesus' name. This is Pastor N.Y.G. Ferguson. May God bless you as you seek to live a victorious life. Yes, beloved, what he's done for others. Beloved, I want you to Good game.